Welcome to Witchcrafted. I'm your host, Joshua Lancaster, and today's subject is friends and siblings. I am terrible with people. I'm extremely blunt, I throw people away, and I give up on friendships kind of easily. I grouped this episode together because of the fact that I don't have a lot of close friends and I only have one real sibling, so I thought it was good to kind of mix it together. So, let's start with my sister. Now, my sister and I have a seven-year age gap. She's seven years older than me, and she's been through a lot. Bad relationships, cancer, and terrible friendships. Now, my sister and I are close, but not like we were when we were younger, but isn't that kind of how all siblings work? My sister was a lot closer to my dad, so she kind of has a better relationship with him. You know, she saw a good side to him, which... I never really got to see. I always took her toys and I always annoyed her as her little brother. So I think that made her a better mother for the future. So you're welcome. She has made it through a lot of things and she has two amazing children. Now she works well with her ex-husband and makes everything kind of fit very well with her daughter that she has with him. And he's a great father too. My niece's stepmother is even friends with me, and I really enjoy her company when we have time to talk. So, my niece has a great relationship with her dad, her mom, and her stepmom. Now, my nephew, on the other hand, doesn't have the best relationship with his dad, which I'm not going to get into because that's not my business. But I just want to explain that, you know, my sister has done the best that she could with both of her kids, and I think she's doing a great job. Now, my sister takes care of my mother on a daily basis, and she does really well with her. Now, my sister and my mom are extreme fighters. My sister beat cancer and never let that defy who she is. She doesn't walk around going, well, I survived cancer or anything like that, which I, you know, commend her for because some people do. I'm not saying you're not allowed to be proud that you survived cancer. That's not the case. There's some people that have cancer and then use it as a crutch. And those people, you know, I don't disagree with what they've been through, but I just don't understand it. Now, my sister, on the other hand, unless she tells you she had cancer, you kind of wouldn't know it. Now, that's pretty much the end of the story with my sister. I'm not saying that I don't have a lot of stories with her, but she kind of lives a private life, so I'm not going to spread her business everywhere. But I just want to say that I'm extremely proud of you for everything that you've done. And if you're listening to this, I love you. Now, I do have a half-brother by the name of Matthew, but we didn't end on the best terms. See, he accused me of something, and I proved him wrong. So I disconnected the chat and told him never to call me ever again because he called me a liar, even though I had proof of everything. Once he realized that I had the proof, then he tried to backtrack, but I'm not that person, so that relationship ended. I do have another half-brother, but we weren't close and he was murdered, so there's that. I did have an adopted sister that I really didn't get close to, and we believe that she was murdered, but we don't have any information to go on because we weren't allowed to have any information on it. And I'll say this, she was an amazing country singer, and she was a good person from what I understand. So if she was murdered, I hope someday she gets justice. Now let's go ahead and move on to my friends. Now I'm, I have a lot of friends, not a lot of super close friends, but I do have a lot of friends. But the ones that I want to talk about are the people that I quote my best friends. So these are the main three people that I'm going to talk about in this episode. So let's talk about my former podcast host, 
Sherry Ward. Now, Sherry is one of the most interesting people I think I could ever really talk about. She's done so many things in her life that I am dreaming of doing someday when it comes to travel and things like that. Now, Sherry Ward is really close to me because of the fact that we met through my ex-husband. Now, he was friends with her husband, and we all just kind of hung out together, but we only got to see each other like every six months or so. But during those little encounters, we became really close. Well, she had the idea that we should do a true crime podcast, and I jumped on board. I've always wanted to get into podcasting, so when she kind of brought it up to me, I did research, found out what we should do, and honestly, our podcast was super successful. If you don't know why the podcast ended, it's simply because she got super busy with a new job, and I supported that. So, we ended the podcast. It's still available for you guys to listen to at thewardcasterfiles.com. Uh, if that's no longer up, because it will be coming down sometime, you can just simply look at any podcasting system and look up The Wardcaster Files. It's a really interesting podcast that we came up with on our own. We ran everything ourselves. We came up with the music. We came up with the ideas. We wrote our own stories. The only thing that we didn't do was the artwork, and the artwork came from an amazing artist artist by the name of Jordan Snodgrass, and she's made the artwork for this podcast as well. We were so excited to do the podcast, and because of our excitement, people could tell and people started listening really quick. When we ended the podcast, we had over 600 listeners every single week. And it was just absolutely amazing. Now, because of the fact that our podcast was growing, we signed up for a thing called PodFest, and we got free tickets for it. We got to travel all the way to Florida, and they paid for our tickets. We had to pay for our travel and, of course, our hotel room. But it was an honor to just get those tickets because they were not cheap. But I had never been to the ocean before, so I was super excited to go and... I got to see the ocean for the first time, and it was an absolute blast. And I'm so thankful for the podcast for being able to open that door for me. We even survived a pandemic together. You see, Sherry and I were doing the podcast, and the pandemic hit right after we got back from Florida, but we continued on. A lot of podcasts had to stop because they could not afford to continue to pay for rental space or they couldn't travel, but me and Sherry stuck it out and released an episode every single week. We're still super close friends and we're going to continue to be friends. Just our time together will be a little bit more limited than we want it to be. But maybe there'll be new episodes of the Wardcaster Files or maybe she'll even appear on this podcast. Who knows what the future tells, but she is still one of my best friends. I love you, Sherry. Okay, now let's talk about my best friend, Taylor. Now, I'm not going to list her last name here because she does a lot um, in the world. Her job is very important. So I don't want to mention her last name, but I do want to talk about her. If you want to talk about somebody who has a drive in this world, uh, we're talking about Taylor. Taylor is one of those people that if she sets her mind to it, she can do it. She wanted to marry her husband. She did it. She wanted to own her own home. She is working on that right now. She wanted a better job. She got it. She wanted a baby. She got it. This woman shocks me with all the things that she does, and no one can hold a candle to her. She sets her mind to something, and she grabs it and runs with it. And honestly, from my perspective, I've really never seen her fail. 
Now, the only time that I've seen Taylor at a weak point, and it was just simply because of an accident. You see, we went to a place called Nashville Shores, and I had gotten some tickets from work, and we were about to go on this new ride that had came out. She went in the tunnel before I did on another float, and then I came up behind her, and she had hit her back and got really injured. I was really mad about this. You know, this was our first outing together as friends, and she had gotten hurt. We became super close because I just wanted to be close to her. And she's always one of those people that I can always call and she's ready to have a conversation. We can pick up at any time and have those great conversations about life, love, and everything in between. She was there for me during some really hard times during both of my divorces, which my second one's coming up, but... She'll be there for that, and she'll be there for anything else that comes up. She's one of those people that I know I can depend on, and I'm so thankful to have her in my life. So, I love you, Taylor. All right, so let's talk about the ride or die. Now, she's been mentioned in another episode, so I am extremely excited to talk about her on this one. I want to talk about the beautiful, the amazing Amy Cheek. Now, I met Amy when I was 14 years old. And we kind of met in the funniest way ever. See, I'd seen her around school, but we didn't really run in the same crowds. But when we met, I was at a corn concert with my ex, and we were enjoying the concert, and we were sitting down on the grass, and she walked up to me and said, hey, can I sit with you? And I was like, uh, yeah, sure, person I don't really know that well. And then she passed out on my foot. I found out later that she maybe had a concussion from being in a mosh pit, but she passed it on my foot, and the way I woke her up was I took a paper plate and said, I like cereal. And she woke up and said, I like potatoes. And if you know what that's from, you can also be a part of our group. If not, do a little Googling and you'll find out what it is. But after that, we became super close. She had a friend who passed away, and I had made her a little like flip book to look through, to help her like have good memories of this person. We really were super close and we've always been close. We're those kind of friends that were super close for a long time. And one of us gets upset, most likely me and ends up making the relationship end. Now I know I'm at fault for this because I'm the kind of person who is not good at keeping relationships or friends. And the reason being is because I'm just not good with people, but she's always been there for me. I remember her staying the night at my place and us hanging out all the time. And every single summer she was with me when we weren't in school. We did some amazing things and we had a lot of great times. Went and saw so many different concerts and just really enjoyed life. I remember one time we were watching a Saw movie and we had just moved into a new place. Me and my mom did. And all we had was an air mattress and a couch a TV, and a DVD player. And my mom was at work, so we decided that we were going to watch horror movies because that's what we did. Well, we're sitting there watching this horror movie and we're really enjoying ourselves when all of a sudden it zooms in on a box. Now, I'm the kind of person who's stupid enough to lean forward into the movie. So I lean forward and then all of a sudden the box starts to open and Amy grabs me and screams. And I swear a little pee came out that day. But that's our friendship. That's just who we were. We dyed each other's hair and we would dress up and put on like punky goth outfits. That's just who we are. That's just how we've always been. 
Well, we separated for a little bit, but then we got back together and started playing Quidditch. And let me tell you, honey, Quidditch is one of the hardest sports you will ever play. Well, Muggle Quidditch. I'm sure regular Quidditch is pretty easy, but Muggle Quidditch is a lot harder. Well, we started playing Quidditch together, and she decided to be a keeper, and I was a beater. We got through one game, and then Amy got hurt, so we stopped playing, and I kind of just distanced myself from her, not on purpose, just life just got crazy. I was either playing Quidditch or starting a new job, and it just we just kind of separated for a little bit. Well, not too long after that, I found out she was pregnant, and I thought I was going to die. I could not believe for the life of me that the girl who I stayed up with for four hours uh, one night and put Liberty Spikes in her hair was going to be a mother. And she has one of the most amazing little kids in the world. I'm not a big person on kids, but he's he's pretty awesome. You know, he likes Pokemon and all the things we did. He reminds me a lot of Amy, and I'm really, really proud of her. You know, to see her grow up and be the mother that she is just wows me every single day. Well, we connected again, then disappeared again. And then I started the Wardcaster Files with Sherry, and Amy just kind of, you know, came back into my life. She became our first Patreon subscriber, and she was a big part of my life again, which was great. Sherry had to leave the podcast for a little bit due to some family issues, so Amy was a substitute. She filled in and did a couple episodes with me, and it was really cool to have Amy do something like that with me. You know, me and Amy had been close for so long, so it was really cool to have her be on a true crime podcast with me, because that's something that we both had interest in, was serial killers and horror movies. Well, fast forward to now, me and her talk constantly, and, you know, I ended up getting her a job where I work, and we, I am each other all day long, or text each other, and it's great to have her in my life again, because she's the closest thing I think I'll ever have to a second sister. Now, of course, she's busy with her life and we live about two hours away from each other, but we always play catch up constantly. And I know that her butt is sitting there on day release of this episode listening because she's one of the most supportive people in the entire world. She was our mother as kids, you know, as she, I was a year older than her, but she was always like a mother figure. She's the one that always kind of reined all of us in when things got weird or got too dramatic or whatever. That's who she's always been, and I'm really proud to see her take that and be a great mother. She's also a really great wife and an amazing stepmother. You know, I see a lot of step-parents who don't really care about their kids, but I see Amy with her stepdaughter, and I'm just so proud of where she's come. You know, I thought she was always going to be rebellious and crazy and lighting things on fire. I just thought that's who she was going to be. So to see her change so much and become this amazing mother is just still so mind-blowing to me. You know, I'm so proud of who she's become and I'm super excited because we've never taken a really long trip together. I've never been on a plane before. So in November, we're going to be going to Salem, which is super exciting. You know, I'm a witch, so I wanted to go to Salem, and she was just like, I want to go too. So uh, it was a planned birthday party for her because she didn't get to celebrate her 30th birthday due to COVID, and neither did I. So we're kind of playing makeup by going to Salem, and I'm so excited for it that I just can't stand it. It's going to be an amazing trip, and I'm so excited to celebrate and do something with her like that because it's not every day that you get to do something so amazing. So I'm super excited. But, 
you know, that's the future of the podcast with her. You know, I really hope that she gets to join me on a couple episodes because trust me, you'll think she's great. So if you can find the episodes on the Warcaster files, definitely look them up. But that's pretty much it about Amy. I mean, not everything about Amy, but things I'm willing to talk about. So here's what I've learned about having friends. I have had a lot of friends who have been either toxic or just bad friends over the years. I used to think that having a large group of friends was important, but I've realized that that's not necessarily true. I mean, you don't want to have a ton of like cheap chocolate and a couple of like expensive pieces of chocolate mixed in there, you want the best of the best if you're going to eat it. Unless you're like me and you just like chocolate, then you're just going to have whatever you want. But that's not the point. What I'm getting to is you want the best of the best in your life and you shouldn't sit around and have toxic people in your life. I used to just collect friends like they were Pokemon cards, but then I realized that it was a waste of my time, a waste of their time and a waste of space at the end of the day. You know, I have an amazing set of best friends that I know that I can turn to if things get bad. And they're all different in their own ways. You know, Sherry's one of those people that I can go to and she can make me laugh, but she can also give me a really good scientific thought process. I have Taylor, who is my ride or die, but she will tell me that I'm stupid. And I'm totally fine with that. And then there's Amy, who is my biggest support system. She's like having a second mother, That just happens to be my best friend. So it's really cool to have a little bit of all of that in my life. And I'm super proud of all of them. I don't think that you should have friends that you're not proud of. You know, people that you're embarrassed by to see in public, those are not your actual friends. Those are just people that exist. And maybe you shouldn't have them in your life. So what I want to tell you is cut all the toxic people out of your life. If they're toxic and useless, don't keep them around because all you're going to do is just keep filling in a space for somebody else who needs it. You know, I have a lot of other friends. I'm not saying that I only have three friends. I have amazing friends. I have a friend named Julie who is one of the most interesting travelers in the entire world who tells me about Disney and everything else in her life. I have a great friend named Victoria who is absolutely phenomenal. She's one of the best singers I've ever heard in my entire life. That girl can sing the house down and she's good at it. I can name off a thousand other friends that I have and I'm proud of everybody that's in my life. But the main thing I wanted to focus on is my best friends, because they're the ones who shape me to the person I am today. And they're the ones that I know that when I call, they're always going to be there no matter what's going on in their life. And that is what a best friend is supposed to be. So all I want to tell you guys is just love the people that you have in your life and keep the friends that are there that you know are good friends. Yeah, you see, don't see eye to eye all the time. Nobody sees eye to eye with their best friend 24-7. But don't do the things that I did and cut them out of your life completely. That's the main thing I want people to take from this is don't cut people out of your life just because you have a disagreement. I did that and I've lost years with a couple of my friends that I wish I could get back. With COVID being such a big thing and the uncertainty to the way that life is, you need to keep your friends as much as you can. Stop canceling your plans. Stop making excuses for why you can't do something. Figure it out. Figure out a time. Go out with your friends. Even if it's sitting in a house and just playing a Nintendo Switch or playing Rummy, 
take time with your friends because you don't have all the time in the world. If there's anything that we've learned from this pandemic is that life is extremely short and we need to do everything we can to spend time with the ones that we love. That's what I do every single day. I contact my friends constantly. I make sure that they're okay. And if they have kids, I make sure their kids are okay. You know, we don't always live in the best lifestyles that we want to, but we do have a choice in the friends that we make. And I've been really fortunate to have three best friends that I know I can depend on. So just keep everybody in your thoughts and your prayers or whatever you want to do, but reach out to your best friend, have a conversation, take an hour out of your day. So what if you lose an hour of sleep? Who cares? You may not have that time again with your best friend. The world is crazy right now, and we really need to remember that our friends are so important. And along with being friends, I'm going to say something that maybe people aren't going to like, but if you do have a friend and they haven't gotten the COVID vaccine, try to talk them into it. You know, right now we're going through something terrible. We're going through this pandemic and it's really bad. The vaccine doesn't save lives 100%, but it can prevent people from dying. It's a higher probability that you're going to live with the vaccine than live without it. So, yeah, I'm going to preach about that a little bit. And I hope that you guys understand. Not getting your vaccine is just reckless. You're putting other people in danger. And if you have children, you're putting them in danger. Because with the vaccine... You know, the more numbers that we get with the vaccine, the more numbers they have, and the closer we are to getting a vaccine for children. That's the main goal right now. Right now, it's 12 and up, but there are kids that are under the age of 12 that are at high risk because of the fact that we've gotten the vaccines for all of the adults that want to take them, but we're not showing symptoms, so we continue to pass it. We need to work together to get these vaccines out to people and make sure that everybody is being covered with these vaccines because they're so important. So just keep that in mind and try to talk your friend into getting a vaccine if they haven't gotten it. And if you want to, send them to this podcast and I'll remind them why they need to get the vaccine because it's so important to get those numbers up so that we can get through the trial so we can get kids, you know, the vaccines they need as well. But that's your choice and that's your best friend's choice. But with that being said, nothing is set in stone. It's your job to craft your future. Bye, guys.